welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. season sometime late in August um, there was the meeting in Chicago where where it was tagged accelerate and the word for the season is accelerate and I started last um, was it last Sunday or two Sundays ago to yeah to talk to us about what it means for us as a local church in Kingswood International Church, Portacot, to accelerate what the word means to us, all right? What it means to us. And we started by talking about gratitude, that one of the ways by which you run with a prophetic word is that, first of all, you are grateful to God, grateful for how far he has brought you and grateful for how far he's taken you. And with a heart of thanksgiving, we offer up our first fruits, which is holy unto God. And when we do that in thanksgiving, every other part becomes whole, becomes holy. Glory to his name. So how do we run with a prophetic word, a word that has been given in season? A word that has been given in season. How do you run with that prophetic word? One thing I need you to understand is when a prophetic word is given, it does not take into cognizance your earthly position. It only makes, takes reference to your heavenly position. The position you are in Christ Jesus. So when God's word goes forth, it's not considering your earthly status, but it's taking reference to your heavenly reality. Understand that. Anytime a word is spoken, anytime God's word goes forth, what God is taking into account is your heavenly reality and not your earthly position. So you may say that in this season, nothing around me looks like it should accelerate. Nothing around me suggests that there should be any kind of acceleration. That's because when the word was spoken, your earthly position was not taken into account. What you, what you are doing earthly-wise, where you are earthly-wise, was not taken into account. What God considered and what he was looking at is your heavenly reality. Glory to God. So turn to your neighbor and say, your heavenly reality is what is being considered. Say, in this matter of acceleration, where you are on earth is not as important as where you are in the reality of heaven. Glory to God. So when God tells you to accelerate, he's not looking into your earthly account. He's not looking at you physically. I imagine when, um, um, what's his name, Philip, when he outran the chariot, I'm not sure before that time he was doing running race. I'm not sure he was, he had any antecedent where he was maybe an athlete or something but something came upon him and then he outran the chariot 
right? The word of God has the capacity and the ability to bring itself to pass. To bring itself to pass. When that word, I, I, was, I was watching um, um, a comedy skit by Trevor Noah. How many of you know Trevor Noah? Okay, you should know him. You guys should be compliant too. You should know Trevor Noah. <laughs> Not just only Basket Mouth and Okibakasi. No, Trevor Noah. <laughs> Alright. So he did a skit. And he was talking about King Charles. While he was still Prince Charles. That okay. He practically does everything. Everything is practically done for him. Up until his toothpaste. They put his toothpaste for him on the toothbrush and put it there. So he was like, he's definitely sure there's no black person in that palace. Because imagine if you have a black woman in the palace. Say, what do you mean? You cannot put your toothpaste by yourself. <laughs> you know, he was just making light of it. You know. So he said that Prince Charles apparently there was a time he was, he was supposed to sign a document and then he wrote the wrong date on the document. He said, if it were those days, the king, after writing the wrong date, that wrong date becomes the right date. So, because he's a king, the date he has written become the date. So, if God, because of who he is, says accelerate irrespective of what your earthly status is that becomes someone hearing me so it doesn't have to say ah today is not 14th oh, that he said 14th it becomes 14th so that's what I mean by it doesn't take into account your earthly position but it recognizes your heavenly status. Your heavenly reality. Because a lot of times when the word of God comes to us, we consider a lot of things, a lot of factors. We try to help God to arrange the word. And say, God, you know what? Yes, accelerate is good. But, you know, if only you can set this one first, then do this one, then maybe we can talk about accelerate. And maybe it's not accelerate. Maybe it's a word that God has spoken to you personally. And then you, you, you organize your earthly environment. I remember when, when the Lord said to me, he said, get married now. That, that was the instruction. I'm, honestly, I'm not kidding. That was the instruction. Get married now. That was what he said. So I considered my earthly environment. So my earthly environment said to me, don't marry now. That was my earthly environment. Why? Because for you to get married now by your own word, you know that Pepe has to rest very well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some of you that went to the wedding yesterday, you know that Pepe rested for that wedding to hold. <laughs> 
mattered to me was get married now. So if I considered my earthly status and my earthly environment at the time, it would have been a foolish move to make. Very foolish. Very, very foolish by all accounts. But because it wasn't my word and it was his word, till today I don't know why he did that. I don't know why he said that. It, it, I was going somewhere, jejeli on my own. He just said, get married now. As if somebody was chasing to get married now. It's not like I married that day. No. When it means now, it means start the process. Not like I just said, my, the Lord said to me, get married now. Now, marry. No, I didn't do that. Okay? So I started the process. So I asked myself some questions. What do I need to do? To get married. First of all, I had to propose to my fiance. I said, okay, now I'm serious. Oh, all this one I've been doing since now I'm serious. Oh, the way I even proposed to herself, it was very funny. <laughs> I won't tell you guys, so we'll leave it for another day. <laughs> it will be an exclusive session. You pay to come to that session. <laughs> no. So I did, and then. I had to go, I had to get a ring. It was as if it was as if something was chasing me. Because I was beside myself. Why? Because I was not considering what was on ground. So every time I tried to do something, I remember the word, get married now. So that word for me was the force. So if God, God's word comes to you and says accelerate, if you are trying to slow down and you hear accelerate, let it move you. Because that's the word that is able to bring to pass certain things. That's the word that is able to create certain things. That's the word. So I started asking myself, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Say, people that are getting married, what do we do? At least they will first have a wife. That's somebody that they want to marry. Okay, that's right. Me, I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. That's not how I said it, but. So I got an engagement ring. She accepted graciously. As you, as you can see, obviously. She accepted. So after that one, what's the next thing? I need to see appearance. So at each step of the way, when I'm trying to move forward and I find a roadblock or something, a hurdle, the word that empowers me and strengthens me to overcome is the word, get married now. So I go back to him and I remind him, left for me, I would not have. But since you have said it, I will just obey you. It's not like I want to do, but I'll just obey you. I'm not ready, but since you are ready on my behalf, then <laughs> you can do, you can supply, do whatever you want to do. So I started, that's how I started doing it. Gradually, gradually. It, took, it took about a year of planning or thereabout. So from that moment, I started asking, what can I do gradually? gradually. So I first bought ring. I bought ring. That ring was expensive, honestly. 
but I saved for it. Because I wanted to buy something I know that would not fade and would last a very long time. Pure gold, everything. So I saved for it. I bought it. Say, what is the next thing? Say, ah, they say they use wedding band. So I went to a wedding shop, Eden Place on um um sorry. Sorry. Ago Palace Way. Is it Ago Palace Way? What's that estate where you have by airports where you have Ibis Royal Hotel in Lagos? That estate. Ajawa Estate, yes. Ajawa Estate, Eden Palace. I went there. I saw the ring. The woman told me, said, Sir, this ring, if you buy it, you, can, you will never change ring again for life. I said, why? Well, I said, it's pure gold. Pure gold. 100% gold. It doesn't fade everything. That's what I'm still wearing. I said, how much? This over 10 years ago. She said it was 77,000. 77,000 10 years ago. You know, it's not, it's not beans. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's not beans. So I said, okay. If I buy it, I won't buy it again, Abby. So I said, okay. So how much do I need to deposit first? So she told me, I deposited big 20K or so. Went back again. Deposited another till the money completed. I picked the ring. Why am I using these natural explanations? Because sometimes we think that God's word will just be doing wah, 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 wah. No, no, no. You see, the word of God works with you. It works with you little by little. To bring the whole of the word to pass, it comes with little by little. There are certain things you will do here and do there that God will leave. It may not look like the big picture. What is buying um, engagement ring compared to the wedding of get married now? You may think it's little, but the word spoken is finding expression gradually. So God's word comes to you and says it's the season of accelerate. And then God is now breaking it down for you bit by bit. Asking you to do some little, little things. And you are not seeing acceleration in it. Then there's a problem. There's a problem. Before you think that, hey, because the word says accelerate, you will just, once you step out tomorrow, your legs will just be running, your body will be, will be trying to catch up. No, that's not how. Say, yeah, I want to see them accelerating. No, that's not how. He's saying that by the end of the season, you would have accelerated. By the little steps that you are taking, by the little instructions I'm giving you, you would have accelerated. So what are those little instructions? What are those little, sometimes we miss it. And then when we miss it, we miss the entirety of the word for the season. So what does it mean for you? How can you personalize it? How can that word become flesh to you? How can it come alive to you? The little instructions. The little things. So when a new season wants to emerge, God releases a prophecy. A word is declared. And that prophetic word is in line with the purpose of God. That's one thing I realized. So the fact that I wasn't ready at the time, but he knew that in his time and agenda for me, 
I should be ready. For whatever reason, I was not ready. Maybe I was scared. Maybe I was, I, I, did, I didn't feel I had enough resources. But in his own agenda. So the reason he's telling you to accelerate, hear me, is not because of you. It's because in his agenda for you this season, there is acceleration. How be it? You may not know it. But because he knows it, that's why he's not considering your earthly status. He's considering, considering your heavenly reality. And in the agenda of God for you this season, there's acceleration. There's acceleration. So it's what he wants to do this season. And it says we're in Amos 9.13 mode. So if you have not taken time to sit down and say, what is in Amos 9.13? That's where you start from. Media help us with it. It said, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord. When the plowman shall overtake the reaper. And the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed. The mountain shall drip sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. Let me read the message translation. The message translation. It says, yes, indeed. It won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. Everywhere you look, blessings. So if God is saying that everywhere you look, there will be blessings, it means that he's going to order your steps. You see, I'm breaking it down now. Everywhere you look, blessings. It means he's going to order your steps. It also means that he's going to have to deal with certain enemies. Deal with certain people. Because there are certain blessings that you go there and the blessing is waiting for you. There are other blessings that as you step in, you need to take it by force. It's yours though. He's not saying it's not, it's yours. But you need to contend for the faith. Earnestly. He said, look, I've given you the land. He said, but there are giants there. So, how do you compete he said, God has given you the land. He said, but there are giants. He said, ah, remove the giant before you give me now. I just, it, just, it just makes sense, right? Just take away the giants and give it to me. So some of you think that, oh, if it is God, I will not have to struggle or fight for it. There are some of them that it is God, though, but he's telling you, contend for it. Fight for it. There are territories that God has given you and you are seeing obstacles. He's telling you, fight for it. I've given it to you. I've given you that space. I've given you that contract. I've given you that business idea. I've given you that client. Fight for it. Oh, they took my client. Say, fight for it. 
Somebody's contending with my business. Say, fight for it. Fight for it. In First Samuel chapter 30, from verse 7. Say, and David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought the ephod to David. And David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue after this band? That's number one. Shall I overtake them? And God answered him. He said, pursue. For you shall surely overtake and shall surely rescue. So David got back from battle and found out that, hey, they've plundered things. An army has come, had come, plundered things, taken away um, goods, women and children. At this time, he would have thought, God give it, God take it. God give it, God take it. But in that season, he asked, what is the word of God over me now? What is the word of God over me now? Say, bring me the ephod. And they inquired of God. In this situation that I'm in right now, what would you advise? What's your counsel? Should I pursue? Will I overtake? Should I pursue? And he said, the word over you is to accelerate. So the questions in your heart this season and the things around you, the things that you're going through, there's an obvious word if you're asking questions. That God, what is with all the things happening around me this season? The word for you is accelerate. Say, God, but I don't understand what's going on. They came in. They took the children. They took the women. They took the goods and everything. But I was about, I was about your work. I was about battle. I was about the assignment that you have sent me to. When the enemy came, it says, accelerate. Accelerate. If you go to, if you go further down, let me, Open it, First Samuel chapter 30. You see the breakdown of the steps. So the fact that God said it, God said, hey, accelerate David. Hey, move forward. Uh, you will recover. You will, you will pursue. You will overtake and everything. There had to be a breaking down of that word. In a way that David can relate. Things that he can understand. What he can bring out of it. From verse 9, it says, so David set out and the 600 men who were with him and they came to the brook Bissell where those who were left behind stayed. But David pursued he and another 400 men. 200 stayed behind who were too exhausted to cross the brook Bissell. So it now boils down to the strategy. 
That even if God has said to me, pursue that you will overtake and you will recover. It now boils down to the strategy. It boils down to the nitty gritty of that word. So I'm in my season now that tells me to accelerate. But what's the breakdown of that word for me? How do I actualize the word? If I'm going to take over the army, if I'm going to take over the land, if I'm going to pursue after and take over what has been stolen for me, if I'm going to accelerate this season, then there is a breakdown of the word for me. What it means to me. My everyday step, my every week step, my every month step towards acceleration. There is a breakdown of it. And one of them is what I want to deal with today. Which is a direction. You cannot accelerate outside the plan of God. Say, oh, it's acceleration. Okay, it's acceleration season. Alright, let's just accelerate anywhere. So anywhere you see yourself, you just want to run there and move forward. No. Say, as long you cannot accelerate in the wrong direction. That's what I'm saying. You can't accelerate in the wrong. So you say, ah, driver, driver, ah, you made a wrong turn. You are supposed to go to slaughter. And you turn towards artillery. You say, hey, no problem. And then you see the driver accelerating. Does that make any sense? So your acceleration this season is not just to move with speed, but move with speed in the right direction. Move with speed in the right. That's the way you know that you are running with the right word. When you are moving with the right direction. A lot of time people run, but they run with a word in a wrong direction and then they are not seeing results and they say, oh, maybe it's not for me. The first thing to get before you start accelerating is the direction. Is the direction right? Is it the right direction? That's the first thing to get. And it has to be a direction according to God's plan. According to God's plan. We can't just, we can't just move. No. Moses said, we can't go unless your presence goes with us. We're not going anywhere. Just because everyone is going, then let's go. Say, oh, it's a season of acceleration. No problem. Well, let's accelerate. Everybody's accelerating to UK. Let's accelerate to UK because it's acceleration. If UK is not the direction, then you, you press on the pedal to accelerate to UK. It will be at your own peril. Because that's not the direction. So it has to be a direction according to God's purpose and God's plan. It has to be. That's why David inquired first. That Okay. Do you think David does not know that he can chase after that army? Of course he knew. But he wanted to be sure that this battle that I am going to fight now, just because I have the resource, just because I have the army, just because I have the armory, does not mean that I am qualified for the battle. I may go there and that might be my end. Imagine the lion being the king of the jungle. He now says, look, being the king of the jungle, I will go to the ocean 
and I will deal with those whales. It will die easily without contention, without even struggle. Why? Because he has left his environment. Though he is the king of the jungle, but he left his environment. So when you want to accelerate, you accelerate within the plan of God. That way, when you face a battle, you are sure to win. So as long as the lion remains in the jungle, if the whales left the sea and they say, ah, we've eaten too much uh, Titus fish. Let's go and eat uh, deer or something. Without any struggle, they will die. Without any struggle. Are they not masters of the sea? Yes, they are masters of the sea. Has God not spoken? God has spoken. So pastor, why am I not accelerating? Excuse me. Are you in the right direction? Have you taken time to inquire? This direction I want to accelerate in. Is it the plan? Is it the blueprint? Is it the blueprint? When people tell me, um, um, I want to believe God for something. I want to believe God for something. I'm usually very careful to, to, um, um, to put a stamp on what they believe in God for. The reason is because you can believe God for the wrong thing and honestly believe God and you are believing God. But you are believing God for the wrong thing. And you are doing everything spiritually. Everything spiritually right but for the wrong thing. It's possible. There are people who are sincerely in prison. They are sincere, but they've been jailed sincerely. For the wrong thing. So, the fact that you're moving doesn't mean you're making progress. Movement does not mean progress. You can be bouncing on one spot and be generating energy and movement, but am I, am I moving, right? I'm doing this, right? I'm moving, right? I'm energy, there's activity, right? But am I making progress forward? No. At the end of the day, I'll wear out. So by that activity, one would have thought that I would have made some progress. One would have thought that, oh, I've seen his activity. I've seen what's going on. This person must be making progress. It's not automatic. It's not automatic. It has to be in the right direction. It has to be in the right direction. I say write the vision. Habakkuk 2. Write the vision. Make it plain. So that he that reads will run. He that what? Reads will run. But the first thing is to what? Write the vision. So that whoever is running is not running blind. He's running where he has read something. So he read something and then he's running based on what he has read. And then number two, it has to be a direction in line with your assignment. It has to be a direction. So you cannot just want to be running aimlessly. You can't just be running without God's purpose or plan in mind. And then you cannot just run 
outside your assignment. It has to be in line with your assignment. It has to be in line with the grace of God on your life. It has to be in line with the capacity that God has given to you. It has to be in line with the strength and abilities that God has given you. It has to be in line. Imagine me now. I say it's accelerate season. And then I go to the, to the hospital. And I say I want to perform surgery. Is it in line with my assignment? Is it in line with the grace of God upon my life? Is it in line with the capacity that I have? No. So I can't run blindly. I have to run intelligently. 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 So the fact that a word is spoken doesn't mean that, hey, we should just start running with the word. Interpret the word. Let the word mean something to you. Analyze the word. Sit down with God and say, what does this word mean to me? How should I accelerate in my business, in my family, on my job, my career? What is the next phase for me? What should I do? What are the little steps? Don't, don't worry about the big things. Ask him about the little things. The everyday thing. What should I do daily that will bring me to a place of acceleration at the end of the day? That's the question I want to leave you with today. To go before God and ask him, what should I do daily? What should I do weekly? What should I do monthly? To experience this word of acceleration. And then God begins to give you the blueprint. He begins to give you your own. Because yours may be different from mine. The direction he may tell me to go may be different from yours. But at the end of the day, we all come under the umbrella of that word, accelerate. And then we begin to move forward. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Running with the prophetic word. So we're not just running, but we're running with the prophetic word. We're running with the word of God in mind. We're running with the word spoken to us. We're running with grace this season. Lift your hands to him. Take a moment and ask him. Say, Lord, you have given a word in the house. You have declared. I ask of you, how does that word become reality in my life? What are the things I need to do daily, weekly, monthly, in season? What are the things I need to do? Come on, open your mouth and talk to him and say, Father, I ask you, what are the things I need to do to experience acceleration? What direction should I go in this area? What direction should I go in that area? How should I move in this area? How should I move in that area? How should I move in that area? How should I move in this area? Because I don't want to run blindly. I want to run with purpose. I want to run with, with, with you in mind. I want to run in line with my assignment. I don't want to run another person's race. Paul said, said, I've fought the fight. I've kept the faith. I've finished my course. My own course. Not another person's race. My own race. My own race. So every word spoken, every word declared has a personalization to it. It has a personalization to it. It has to mean something to you.
it has to mean something so take a moment and say father let this word mean something to me interpret it to me in a way that i can understand in a way that i can relate so that i can apply it in my business i can apply it on my job i can apply it in my career i can apply it in my home things that i can understand there will not be mysteries to me things that i can understand break the word down for me father break it down for me break it down for me lift your hands to him i pray in the name of jesus that the word spoken over the house that word accelerate will be personal to you that god will open your eyes of understanding give you revelation knowledge cause you to see beyond that word to the depths of it breaking it down for you line by line precept upon precept where you can understand in the name of jesus i pray for you that this word will find expression in all areas of your life that at the end of the day your entire life would have culminated in the place of acceleration in Jesus precious name glory to God come and celebrate Jesus the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International for information about Kingsword Ministries visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources thank you for listening to this message and remember where the word of a king is there's power.